Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports. With your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Brad Perry. I'm here with Coach T. Coach T, you doing okay? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Sitting here with a warm cup of coffee. Me too. Cold Tennessee winter day. Yeah. Trying to stay warm. Trying to stay warm. Hey, we're in a series here. Four questions of an intentional coach. First question, we talked about what is it like to be coached by me. Second question, I'm in balance or am I in balance? Uh, today is the third part of this series. Uh, we're talking about Something I know you're full of. Mm-hmm. And it is? What am I passionate about? Or am I passionate about what I am doing? Am I passionate about what I am doing? All right. So, um, first, hey, we're glad you're here. Uh, we hope that your day's been good, your week's been good, and uh, we hope we'll be uh, a little helpful addition uh, yeah. to, the, to your day. Um, so, what are you passionate about, Coach D? Um, I'm passionate about a lot of things, probably too many things. Um, you know, I'm passionate about obviously my coaching, my wrestling team, passionate about my kids. I'm passionate about, um, you know, I fight MMA, so I'm passionate about that. Um, and you know, we've kind of talked about a little bit in the past episodes of, you know, the season that I'm in, I'm all in and I'm all passionate about it. You know what I mean? And that's, I want to succeed. I want to be at the highest level at anything I'm doing. Um, sometimes, sometimes that's hard to to keep balanced in that mindset. Um, but I think I think if I didn't have that, then those the kids that I have wouldn't see that. I think, you know, I wouldn't grow as quickly as I think I do. You know, yeah. um, so I think I think in anything there's a there's a pro and a con you know what i mean yeah very true very true uh we really just want you as an intentional coach just to answer the question um we uh we've seen coaches who coached um and they weren't passionate and then we've seen those that may have been a little too passionate uh not necessarily too passionate but it's too obvious they get a little carried away and lose some control yes because uh, passion can take over um, you know, excitement, exuberance, all that stuff can can you know also go beyond the boundaries of being helpful. You you can take those things too far. Yeah, and you lose sight of the main thing. You know, the reason of why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, and the main thing is always keep the main thing the, the main, main thing. thing. Yep. Yeah. So um, we just want you to answer that question. Am I passionate about what I'm doing? I, let's be honest. Burnout. Uh, in coaching is real, uh, especially as you uh, get older and you've done it for a number of years. It's easy to get that idea of, okay, I, I know how to do this and I'm just going to do it and just lose your passion. Go into autopilot almost. Yeah. It's like you got the you got the routine down and you know what you're doing, so you just go into autopilot and it just happens. Yeah, there's, there's no intentionality. There's no passion. There's... And kids can see that. No excitement, no energy, right. uh, no creativity. And as a coach, we need all of those things. Um, 
I, I heard of this uh, quote from a gentleman named Art Williams. I actually got a podcast of him. I sent it out to a bunch of, of coaches that that I uh, rub elbows with and just said, hey, check this podcast out. Um, but he, he said in that podcast, no one will follow a boring, lazy, unmotivated leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't have passion, uh, then our athletes aren't going to be passionate either. Uh, we're going to squander some of the opportunity uh, to raise up young men and women who are filled with passion and joy and excitement about you know the sport that they're playing because uh, the leader isn't filled with joy, excitement, and creativity on on what they're doing. Uh, so I think it's it's of the utmost importance as coaches, as leaders, um, that we are passionate about what we're doing and and there may be some of us that um we've lost that motivation we lost the joy we've lost the energy and it might be time uh might be a season in life where we take a year off and and evaluate and take a step back um maybe go back and be um be an assistant coach yeah again take some of that responsibility some of that weight off of you and then learn to you know like I think in, in for athletes, they have to learn to love the sport. I think especially, if, well, in any sport because there's a grind. There's a grind aspect to those sports. And yeah. if you don't love what you're doing, then the grind just becomes, you know, too much sometimes for some athletes. It almost becomes like a job instead of a sport. Yes. And, and I think, you know, a lot, of, a lot of our parents do their kids a disservice. Um, and I know this is one of those hot buttons, but yeah. I just go ahead and push it and – um, we'll see what happens. We put our kids in, you know, so many events and and travel teams and tournaments and this, that, and the other that, you know, the joy just gets sucked out of it. Um, and I think, you know, that statement that you said, I've said a lot, we, we got to teach our kids how to love the sport. Once they love it, um, they'll push themselves. Uh, and they'll surround themselves with coaches if if they have the ability to, uh, who will then uh, push them to another level as well. Yeah. But if you don't have that passion, you don't have that love. Uh, it's really hard uh, to coach a kid that has just been completely wiped out mm-hmm. it's of only joy. focusing on competing and not getting better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's. Yeah goes to our next one am i growing but yes yes and as a coach we got to make sure that that we are uh helping our athletes to grow and not just looking for the next w uh and i think that starts with our passion you know are we passionate about uh, raising up young men and young women who are going to be uh leaders who are going to be successful who are going to be effective uh, and are we intentional about it? And if I've lost my passion, I can't raise those up. So it, it's really easy to burn out. It's really easy to to get stuck. Um, I think one thing that one way that you can actually you can definitely help with that is you know we did uh, we did an episode a little a little bit back of know your why. You know know why you're doing what you're doing. No, and if you if you've lost that, go back and you know why did you start. You know, what made you, you know, if I would like to think that most people start doing what they're doing because they were passionate about it. They just love it. Yeah. That's not, I guess that's not always the case, Um, you know, but go back to the time where, you know, 
you're 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 passionate and and you know why were you passionate about it and evaluate that and remind yourself of that why every day put that in your morning routine um schedule that out just like we talked about in, in balance schedule it out um schedule a, a time where you are you know thinking about and evaluating your why and reminding yourself hey this is this is why i started and and um you know, maybe if it's changed, this is this is my why right now, and and reminding yourself of that. Yeah, I I would even say, you know, I'm in a season of life where I spent a pretty good number of years as a head coach, uh, and then you know, life put me in a situation where I couldn't do that any longer, uh, effectively, mm-hmm. uh, stepped away, and now come in, you know, as an FCA leader, coaching coaches, and restarting as. You know, just coming in as an assistant or coming in as a, a little guy's club coach mm-hmm. and finding that passion and joy again, really where I started, you know, 25 years ago uh, and and just excited about, you know, being able to influence uh, kids at the very beginning where, you know, we were dealing with, you know, we got, we're looking at state medals. Um and the opportunity to maybe compete at the next level. See, the funny thing is most people would view that and say, oh, that's a demotion. You know, not necessarily, not like. Absolutely. It is. It yeah. is. That's a demotion. <laughs> you go from, you know, we're, you know, coaching state medalists and state champions and all that stuff to now I'm coaching three-year-olds that are picking their boogers and whopping them on the mat. Yeah, our goal for our first practice with the FCA wrestling clubs, we don't want anybody to poop themselves or cry. <laughs> And we made it through the first one and did to have him. Now we did, you know, later on we had somebody poop themselves. Well, we didn't. We've not had that one yet, but oh. we've had a couple of criers. Good. Uh, but we're we're hoping we don't get to that. Uh, yeah, I really uh, hope not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a prerequisite to join the club. You had to be able to go to the bathroom on your own. But yeah, a lot of people would see that as a demotion. Uh, but really, I mean, knowing your why, well, I, you get into coaching number one because you love the sport. And I'm in the middle of the sport again at the ground level. Mm-hmm. Um, you get into coaching because you want to be, you know, a person of influence. You want to make an impact. Uh, I'm making an impact now, not just on those little guys and, you know, our coaching staff, which is just uh, really funny to look at because it's, you know, uh, Billy, my old buddy that coached with me years and years and years ago, has come back out of retirement and uh, working with me. And then uh, old, old wrestlers that used to, that I coached are now are now coaching with me, which is just a blast. Uh, but it's that passion, really, that to see come back in me, but also in them. In them, yeah. Uh, that just is just fun. I mean, it's just fun. Um, so you know, reconnecting to that why, and really from a coach's standpoint of, you know, if, if you're at that point in your career where you know it's just tiring and it's hard. Um, that demotion could that, be the best thing for you. It really is a promotion, yeah, yeah, uh, for you personally because you get to go back to to your original why uh, and just enjoy it without you know being a head coach is tough. Yeah. It's hard. Yes, it is. Um, you know, and and you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, I need to, you know, if if the opportunity is there. I need to reconnect with that passion, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just stepping just stepping away for a minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
I, I would say, you know, know your why, Coach T. You bring that up, and I think that that was uh, that was at the top of my notes. But also, yes. an, another one is is finding your joy, uh, and don't let don't let outside circumstances steal that mm-hmm. uh, joy. Um, we have on our whiteboard. I heard this quote about a month ago. I wrote it up on the whiteboard uh, because it just was that impactful, and I wanted to remember it. Circumstances don't change God's call on your life. Uh, outside circumstances will steal your joy. They'll steal your passion. Uh, and you just got to protect that mm-hmm. and don't let those external circumstances um, determine uh, how you're going to react and, and how you're going to coach and, and the person that you're going to be. Because, I mean, let's be honest, in 2020, uh, we don't know what tomorrow's going to be like. No. I mean, it's, you know, with with COVID and, and you know, election stuff. I mean, just all of that mess is just craziness and and trying to figure out life right now is is really tough. Everybody's daily just going schedule. day by day, week by week, uh, and that those circumstances really can zap your joy, and and take away that passion that you once had for a sport, once had to coach and influence and impact. Yeah, and like I, just as an example, like this year, you know, it was my second year as a head coach, um, and last year I and. I, I, I wasn't really aware of all, you know, the like responsibilities and stuff like that. Um, and it just logistical stuff of getting a schedule together and keeping that schedule and all that stuff. And I made it a point of this year, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have a schedule and I'm going to stick to it. And this, it's going to be, everything's going to be tight. I'm going to cross my T's, dot my I's. <laughs> um, and then 2020 and came. Then 2020 reared its ugly head. <laughs> Uh, and that's not in my control. No, you know, I, I'll on, I, I can only give, <clears throat> I can only give out the information that is given to me at the time. Um, and and one of the things that I tell my wrestlers all the time when they're competing is, you control your attitude, you control your effort, and you control your aggression. So I, I in wrestling terms, the aggression is very applicable but in life the aggression of i have something to do i'm going to do it i'm going to get hyper aggressive i'm going to do it um is also applicable so i the outside circumstances are what they are you control those three things and that's all you can control and and that's hard to that's hard for people that are very like outcome driven control freaks control freaks results driven people because oh the outside circumstances don't matter but in reality, they do a little bit. You can find ways around them. You can be creative. You can, you know, do whatever. But they, they, they have an impact. Yeah. Old Pops would tell us uh, wise words from Pops. Uh, he would always say, control what you can control. Mm-hmm. And sometimes all you can control is your reactions to what you are unable to control. Yeah. And don't allow those things that you cannot control to steal your joy, steal your passion, steal your enthusiasm, steal your energy, um, but control the ones that you can't. So finding and, and holding on to that joy, and sometimes that's just being in the midst of it, um, and and then allowing 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 your athletes to see that joy, allowing your athletes to see that passion, I think is really important too because uh, they can't see – your motives or your intent 
Um, they can't see what's on the inside. Um, you you got to show them some of that. So don't be afraid to laugh. Don't be afraid to smile. Don't be afraid to get excited. Uh, clap your times, hands. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, jump up and down. Uh, that kind of thing. There's nothing wrong with showing some enthusiasm and being excited. And there's also something to be said for you know faking until you make it in those situations too. You know what I mean? You you you. If you have to fake it, are you really passionate about it? I mean, we're gonna have good days and bad days. That's what I'm saying. Like, like uh, if it's a situation where I, you know, I don't. It's been a long day. I don't feel good. Blah blah blah. Sometimes fake it until you make it is an answer, right? If it's maybe, uh, maybe. But I, I'm thinking if I'm in the midst of practice and and I've had a long hard day, and then one of my basketball players breaks off this unbelievable drive to the hoop oh, I'm still, yeah, and yeah. brings it down and in the midst of getting fouled by three other players still makes a shot I'm still jumping up and making some noise and go over and grab him pick him up off the ground and <laughs> give him a good game and I mean I, I just I think when you're passionate about it um, now it, you know there's days that's just point. hard but if you're passionate about it that that's going to come out and you're going to see some excitement and you know, when that kid on the track hits a PR, um, he should know that his coach is excited about him hitting a PR. Um, you know, when you run him back, breaks two or three tackles and makes a play that he's never made before or he shouldn't make or, mm-hmm. you know, um, he should know that his coach is excited about that. And even if you're a head coach, when one of your assistant coaches does something that, you know, Get you excited. You should let them know that, hey, you're you're Good you're, job. Hitting, you're hitting the bullseye on yeah. that. Yeah. You know, sure. don't don't hide that joy. Don't hide that passion. Uh, share it. Let it be known. Um, and 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 if you're losing that passion, get back to your wife. Find your joy. Um, I think a question that that you can ask is, what do you spend your free time doing? What are you passionate about? Well, where do you spend your free time? Where do you spend your money? Where do you, you know, what do you, what are you really excited about? And if that's not coaching, then just know your splash, uh, your splash isn't going to be as big. No, and your ripple effect is not going to be as big, and and it might be time um, to reconnect with your why, uh, find some joy in sport again, find some joy in influence, um, and self evaluate and reconnect. Or self-evaluate what you're passionate about. If it's not coaching, if, if if you're there for the paycheck, and this is a hard conversation to have, but if you're there for the paycheck and you're not passionate about it and you can't find the why, you can't find the passion behind it, maybe it's time to evaluate what else are you passionate about in your life. Yeah, I don't think there's that many coaches who coach for the paycheck because it, you know where, we're, not where we're from anyway, the, the paycheck isn't, isn't that no. great. No, uh, but I do think sometimes the the external circumstances kind of suck the joy out of the experience of coaching. And, and I, let's and be real, coaching's not for everybody. It's not. It's a lot more difficult than it appears. I tell. To I, I mean, I have wrestlers come in. You know, at the beginning of the season, that's like all fired up. I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle. I want to be good. Blah blah blah. And then they get in that first practice, and they're like, "Oh no, this is." This is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, right? And they just don't have that personality of I'm going to get after it. I'm going to I'm going to be a wrestler, and that's okay. 
yeah. it's okay. You don't I you don't have to you don't have to be what everybody else expects you to be. You don't have to be a coach if that's not what you want to do. Yes. If that's absolutely. not what you're passionate about, then you, honestly you're doing a disservice to your kids. Yes. By by roughing through, you know, something that you just don't want to do. Yeah. But if you want to do it, I mean, you got to you got to figure out how to find the joy. Uh, yeah, that's not to say that that sometimes you don't go through those rough patches and if, you know, yeah. mid-season you're dealing with parents and you're dealing with COVID and cancellations and schedules changes and and logistics and blah 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 blah. Maybe my team's not doing good. Sometimes that takes revaluation. That's not just I quit. Yeah, sometimes that's just a you know take a Sabbath. You yeah. know, from a biblical yeah. standpoint of just you know take a deep breath, find some joy in it reevaluate your why and get back in the game. It's a hard conversation, especially for coaches and athletes, because we're always taught, you know, don't be a quitter. Don't quit. Never quit, which is great. That's what you, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's what you need. But at what point is it detrimental to everybody around you and to the, I mean, you, you have, you have these kids not to put more pressure. I mean, coaches know this. You have these kids careers of, they're four years. They're going to remember this four years if they're in high school. For the rest of their lives. For life. the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives. If it gets to the point where you're just straight up doing a disservice to those kids, then it's time to reevaluate, change some stuff. Because this isn't a game for some of those kids. This yeah. is their life. Yeah. This and and we know the influence that coaches have. I mean, mo- uh, probably all of us can say, I remember when my coach said this or did this and Absolutely. Uh, you know, coaches impact um, athletes and parents, for that matter, for for years and years and years to come, generationally. Um, so we got to be passionate about. It. We got to love what we do, and I I don't think we have as many coaches that need to take that step away. Um, I I really look at you know the coaches that that we rub elbows with and we influence that that, that there's two categories. There's young coaches just getting started, mm-hmm. um, and there's coaches who've been doing it for years that. You know, time just wears on you, um, you know, as you get older um, and and just finding that joy again. Right, here's here's a reality. Every every leader, every coach who's ever made a dent in the universe has been passionate about what he or she is doing. So we have to we have to find that joy. We have to find that passion, the enthusiasm. Uh, and it should be obvious. Um, and maybe maybe you're at a place where you're just starting. Uh, hold on to it. Coach T mentioned, you know, knowing your why and setting aside time to just remind yourself of that why. And if you've been in it for years, uh, you're an old crusty dinosaur like me, uh, just reminding yourself that. Maybe take a step back, uh, get back on the field track, court, mat, uh, and and really. And I think I think if you if you set that time aside and you keep doing it, you'll find yourself that every time you do that, you get a little bit more excited. Yeah. Right? You yeah. get a little bit more excited. You get a little bit more excited. And then it gets to the point where, you know, it's not work anymore because you love what you do. Yeah, we got to celebrate wins too. Yeah. I mean, when you when you start celebrating, you know, you define your success. Don't let external circumstances or, or external people define what success is for you and your program. You define that and then celebrate it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get a win, celebrate it. When one of your kids, not a, a win on the scoreboard, but, a win on that priority list, a win on those uh, goals, achievements, 
you know, for some kids that may not be a gold medal uh, or a W on the scoreboard. It may just be, hey, I got to pull up. You know, it may just be, hey, I did something I haven't been able to do. I got a strict pull up. Uh, you know, if you got a kid that can't do a pull up, you know, that's that's a win. You need to celebrate that with some joy, with enthusiasm, with some passion. You know, when when either any of my athletes or my coaching staff do something that they haven't done before, um, let them see it. Be excited about it. Um, we went a little long today, Coach T, uh, yeah, we but we really hope that as a coach, you find passion uh, in what you do and how you do it. Um, and and if not, you reevaluate that and, and take the steps you need to take to be intentional um, and to be excited mm-hmm. uh, about making an influence, making an impact, making a difference. So wrapping up, Coach T, you got anything else? I don't think so. Nope. All right. Nope. Remember your why. Remember your why. We hope you have a good week, and thanks for joining us here on the Intentional Coach Podcast. You can catch us at bperry at fca dot org or tperry at fca dot org, or you can go to website at kingsportfca dot org. Real excited to have you. Hope you have a great week. See you. Wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.